to get that kind of mindset um i'm gonna go last for it because i'm so curious um about for sure rena and um q for that kind of um question because for me for me both of you in different ways are very like the symbol of powerful woman rena as a powerful mom and what she's going through and cue about how she built her like mindset and how she built her um, name to uh, the world. So let's get it. I don't know who wants to go first though. Q, you can go first. <laughs> um, okay, wait. One more time. Re like say the question again. Oh, oh sorry. So my, sure. my my French accent. It's what <laughs> make you feel powerful as a woman. And if you have any advice for a listener, um, what is it to kind of get that mindset? Mm, okay. Um, okay. What makes me feel powerful as a woman? Honestly, there's a lot of things. Let me start with just a few of them. One is being able to hold my own, to have my own money, have my own things, to be able to take care of myself because and here's why, and this hopefully will help the listeners. I think that as women, if we can't take care of ourselves, you really can't take care of anybody else. So if you're trying to get into a relationship with whoever, whether it's marriage, a partner, I don't care who it is, or whether you're gonna live together, if you can't take care of yourself well, you can't take care of anybody else. So that's how I'm gonna help. And eventually it's just gonna honestly crash and burn. So sorry to everybody out there, but I would say that's one, two, for me, because I am a mindset coach, it really is shifting your mindset to really own who you are and to stand in that, like to be bold enough to tell the world that this is who I am. I've embraced who I am and I'm shameless about it. And, you know, anybody who's anybody who wants to even get near me or in my circle, in my zone has to be able to accept that about me. So that's two. Um, three is also being able to just have impact for me and how on others and the world and especially for women and most especially for women of color. And then we'll say most especially for my Blasian women, because, um, I think that impact is important. And I, if we have a voice, we should use it. If we have a platform, we should, we should use it. If we have resources, we should use it. And I think that women, no, I know that women actually pave the way for a lot of other women to, um, step into their destiny to step into who they are. So those are three. I can go on, but I'm going to stop there and let, let Rena go. I would do, I would choose actually the top three too. Um, I said, in my opinion, women support women is really powerful because not a lot of them 
woman out here who does that because like me personally on like any type of platforms that I go on I seen a lot of females bashing on each other and that's one thing that I totally disagree on and you're basically setting other women as a failure because we live in one world when you think about it right so when you live in one world you don't want to like kind of go against the world and that's what you're basically doing to other women instead of like trying to bring them up and uplift them you know what i mean they bash on each other to like well they bash on them to like degrade them as a woman that's one that's one thing that i don't agree on with certain type of females like especially when you like looking at other females with like because they you know they go and do like type of like surgeries or whatever this and that like you know they they just it's just society now it's so bad that back in like the days we support each other and that's what we're trying to do and bring back now is the power to support each other as a woman and it's not like we're bashing on guys either like you know because being like an independent woman like blazian said q i'm sorry it's your mindset like you need a positive mindset to like keep on moving and going and going because females out here sometimes end up to like relying or like depending on a like a male it they do end up crashing one is because financial financials is one of like the strongest like powerful thing that you basically need to survive and in, in order for you to not be like us like females certain females are not financially stable you're gonna end up having to lean on somebody and that's one thing that you should always have as a female in power because <clears throat> i feel like without stability you don't really have anything so that would be like two for me and the most like least important thing i would say is um let me see how do i put this in terms because it's he's basically asking like how do females like feel powerful so like um i would say you need to put everything in order you like not everybody reached their goal like with females right we always have a setback and there's always something coming in the way you always got to keep like i said keep moving and keep building yourself up no matter what you're going to fall when you go down the road so you can't look at the negatively every day is a new day for us women to do better and to get better to get to where you need to be that's what i think in my opinion yeah i i i feel on that though both of you um as for me what makes me feel powerful is i feel like since i'm a little like girl i need to fight for what i can be and what i can do and um i feel it's kind of like exhausted but 
the fact that we need to always prove ourselves is kind of become like our force and it's kind of like you need to um, convince people around you that you're able to uh, to do certain type of like tasks, certain type of sports, certain type of any anything. And I think that's what makes us super great because uh, we develop like perseverance in our work and stuff like that. And we get like kind of like a great dedication. And and the advice I have for um people that are listening and, and and I think it can go to women and also to men is it's a brain exercise like for me it was kind of a random exercise that every time that I wake up I need to convince myself that I am like fake it till you make it that I am that kind of person that I am um I am strong I am great at my job I'm gonna do this and I need to to um convince and push myself to be better and once you get at this level and when you you repeat yourself this you start to believe in it and that's how you start to build your confidence because you unlock this kind of um thought on your brain and i think that's what is powerful to um not only for women but for everyone that can like um um, fight over themselves because I think I think the worst our worst enemy is ourself because we always fight in our inner demons and what makes us like super powerful is when we are in control on our life and stuff like that so being independent uh, financially and in our life is a great tool but for that for me to get at this point, I needed to repeat on myself, like, I'm great enough. I don't need anybody else. I am enough. And this is hard sometimes when you're alone. So I think my advice is keep believing and keep repeating that you're going to be great. You're going to be all right. Um, to unlock your brain to be more positive. Although if you don't feel like it, it's to keep trying and keep fighting. Um yeah it's kind of like a power in yourself you need to unlock it was it was my advice that i have for people um i just want to say something that rosie that is really good and i and i'll say because for the listeners especially for the females out there mm. listening is that if you cannot literally know more of who you are and and accept who you are first so what you see in the mirror first is what you're what honestly you see you first right and the other people see you second but we always put what other people see of us first and that determines how we start to live our lives right and um i think it's super critical especially to females and especially today today when everything mentally like trashes your mindset it trashes who you are it trashes your beliefs it trashes like your morals your ethics everything and um you have to be able to stand on your own like you have to i agree with you it gets lonely but at the same time it's like you know what it's me myself and i <laughs> and yeah. i love who i am and i'm gonna have to hang on to that yeah but that was good i thought and, that was really well you said know what with like social media nowadays like i realized something when growing up because we grew up 
with social media, right? Our generation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I realized that for me, I only follow people that make me feel good. Because like, oh, good. Yeah, yep. because mm -hmm. I think if you follow people that makes you feel complex, make you feel rethink about yourself and stuff like that, it's toxic. And you start mm -hmm. having bad behavior. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Canada mm -hmm. day here, so there's fireworks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I feel um, that's why, like, I don't have anything against, like, for example, the Kardashian. But I don't share any mm -hmm. value with them. So, each time that mm -hmm. I, I used to look at them when I was younger, I was like, why can I not be like them? And stuff like that. And mm -hmm. that kind of mindset start to be, like, toxic. And this is where I was just like, okay, I need to stop to look at that kind of stuff because this is not what I'm looking for in life. And I mm -hmm. think it's important to like a filter who you follow and what you surround yourself because social media is like yep. your social life, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel it's really important mm -hmm. to uh, circle and have like the same like uh, kind of opinion and mindset that you have to be able to um to be happy with yourself and to influence the kind mm. of like mindset for it too yep that's mm. good rena do you have anything to add i don't know if she froze <clears throat> um, can you hear yeah, me yeah. we can hear you there you are this cat he's like i was about to say is that a cat <laughs> he has his arms on me <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, social media has a lot of like good and bad influencer on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like with the younger generation, it's just, it just, it gets worse and worse. But it's like mm -hmm. I said, it's not about, it's not about others. Cause in, when you think about it in reality, it's actually you. You're you're the one who's gonna have to build everything from where from scratch and where you want to go in life, because mm -hmm. not everybody grew up the same way. Right. So, for all you listeners, like I said, you got it's 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 within you. It's in your own like it's in your own inner peace, like your own mindset. Basically, you gotta look at it this way. You don't care. You should never care how people judge you, look at you. Or think of you because you are who you are at hmm. the end of the day it's gonna be only you <clears throat> to think where you want to go and what you want to do no, no matter what you do in life people's gonna still categorize you as a bad person even if you're doing good if you do good if you do hmm. bad you're you're good so it's like so what is it how can I be like like having 10 20 30 like personality but really you have a billion personality because there's billions of people living out here so why are you gonna let a negatively people person or whatever to impact your life on one negative comments mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah that's really like i think we are all on the same like point of view on that yeah um for the other question um, what are the things that men can do in their daily life that you wish you were able to do? That I wish that we wish as women are, were, are able to do? Yeah. 
Okay. Actually, I thought about this one. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump in. One, I would love VLP standing up just like that. Okay. I'm just going to say that out there. Yes. I know I can't, but yes. you know, at least I haven't, I haven't gotten any kind of like surgery or anything to do it. But if I could, that would be like dope. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. But um, I will say this, and this is important, especially for women, is um, men can command the attention just by being men. And honestly, I hate it, and then I love it. Because I will straight pimp out my men to help me out. If I need a man to go do whatever I need, to, I'm trying to get somewhere, hustle a deal or whatever, and my brother or whoever, um, I'll be like, I need your voice, or I need your body, or I need whatever to go represent for me. Um, I will do that. And, um, and let's just be real, historically, they've been doing that to us for I don't know how long. So, you know, it's going to, I'm just flipping the script. That's all. Um, but <laughs> I will say that it's, I think that's a big deal. They can just command presence. They can command respect just for being male alone. And then three, oh my gosh, they don't have to deal with the freaking like menstrual cycles, the periods, the. I mean, oh my, that's just like crap. It sucks. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Okay. So I, I would, I think that that's just, those are three great things for me. <laughs> Rina, do you have anything that you wish you were able to do that men can do? Um, in my opinion, uh, I would say no. Okay. Because... The reason why I said that, because I can do a lot of things that men can't do as a woman. Yo, I love that. And there are men. Yeah. It's true. That's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can build, if, if a man can give you a home, right? Because a man can buy you a house, but if it's not a, if it's, if it's, if you can't put it together, then it's not a house. Right? Mm. It's basically a happy home. Any man can give you can give you children, but if they're not a father, then it's not a family. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's mm, good. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I for oh my god, I didn't think like that far, but I really, really loved like all your answer. <laughs> for me, like I was just like thinking like because. I grew like I grew up with brothers and stuff like that, and like I always been with boys, right? So I always been in the bro mm -hmm. side, and for me, things that like men were able to do daily that I wish I was able to do it was just like I wish to be able to walk alone and not be scared to be followed late at night, like a simple task mm, like this. That's a good one. Like. And when I talk about like my uh, male friends about this, they didn't realize it. But like I, I was just like, I wish I could like go to Montreal, travel by myself, and like at midnight or one a.m., like be able to take the metro station and be able to like go around without being scared, you know, like whatever mm. I'm wearing, right? And I know you feel like I can mm -hmm. I generalize, but like I feel like when I hear stories and stuff like that as women I feel that's mainly what get out like sometimes independent women cannot do stuff that independent men can and I feel like walking around like traveling alone is kind of a, a, a freedom that men can do and not women like even though I know some women does it 
I feel like for me that is anxious. Like I cannot do it. Like I feel I, I wish I was able mm. to to do it, but I, I feel still anxious about it because I don't trust people enough. Because I heard stories about like women traveling alone and stuff went wrong, right? Um so mm. that's kind of like where I went uh, for that. Um like like not being worried about my surrounding like when you just like going out and stuff like that i wish i was not worried like unfortunately like about um everything that surround like drug use in alcohol in clubs and stuff like that unfortunately a lot of women mm. are like in my not my area but like nowadays that what is going out more <clears throat> and I was just like, I wish like I could like go to the gym at 11 p.m. without being worried that I'm gonna be alone in the mixed gym, and mm. like not being mm. accused because like unfortunately for me, even at my work, I've been sexually harassed. So I'm always like expecting mm. to be sexually harassed every time that I'm going out because of that. So I wish like it was. I was able to just be free as myself and not be worried about what other people will act towards me. And I think guys doesn't mm. have to deal with that. They can be themselves and no one will even care about this. You know what I mean? So like, mm. yeah, I, I feel like as women, like we cannot do that because some ladies will go trash talk and some people will go accost you in rude ways or be sexually harassing you and stuff like that. And I feel that it's unfair for us. It's, it's always like, mm. yeah, it's always unfortunate. I don't have the freedom to be That's good. who I am because I need to think about what could happen. Mm. But I'm an anxious person. So maybe that's why, but I always feel like I wish like I didn't have that kind of men's like that kind of like switch in my mind. And I'm pretty sure if I had a dick, mm. it will not be the same. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Mm. That's good. That was that's really good. Mm. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's hard. Um going on on the lighter um lighter like podcast point of view K, uh, people ask to k and he sent it to us how much does money matter on the selection of someone i think it's good that we're asking uh, that we're answering questions that guys want to know about because they should hear from from women from females but <clears throat> okay you said this is about only about the beginning I, okay, for me personally, I would say this, like, one, I, um, I agree, like, you have to at least have, oh, okay, uh, okay, I'm not, like, I'm not even sure how, maybe I have to let Rina go, I have, like, I have a lot to say on this, and Rina, maybe you should go first, because <laughs> I'm not sure where to start. You guys want an honest opinion? Honest truth? Yes. Totally honest. Keep it real, girl. Keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. 100. 100. 
Okay, I was in a relationship with um, this person. Uh, I think, in my opinion, money is not an issue to me because even though I was always spoiled by my exes all the time, but I met this person, I knew him, and you know, we went separate ways or whatever, and then we can reconnect it. But I felt like there was like chemistry, not really chemistry, but like I'm those type of person that I have a big heart. I don't care about like material things or anything when I first like, you know, when I'm trying to build somebody, when I want to help somebody, right? I don't really care what they have. So anyways, Fast forward, I met this guy at work and, um, you know, we fell off. Like, we wasn't, like, talking, like, getting to know each other, but, like, he was just a friend of a friend type of person. So when I first met him, he didn't have anything. Like, he didn't have a car. He didn't have a license. He didn't have a job. And I ended up, like, taking care of him. Like, basically taking him in and taking care of him. And I... You know, like, to me, I was like, you know, I love this person. It doesn't matter if he doesn't have nothing to offer me or whatever, you know. So I try to build it from scratch. And um, it's kind of hard. Like, not money-wise, but, like, when you're trying to build a relationship, too, with, like, trust, loyalty, and all that. But I wouldn't recommend trying to find somebody who, like, a guy who has money. Because he's going to look at you as in, like, you being a gold digger or being a material type of female. So money doesn't really carry, like, bring out, like, the best in people or love, in my opinion. Um, I totally agree with you. For me, like, money, like, the way I was educated and the way I was lived never been a, a part of um, my education. In a way that, like, I never give, like, importance to money and being rich or something like that. So, I don't give importance in people due by um, the way they value money, but the way that, like, they value themselves. You know what I mean? So, for me, I don't really care if you make money or not. In a way that you can be independent of yourself. Because from mm-hmm. my own experience... I've been dependent of someone and someone been dependent of me. And I really hated that fact. Mm-hmm. The way that like I am independent now and I want to find someone that is independent for themselves is the way I look at this. So for me, money doesn't really matter if he's living a simple life and he can like survive and have his own stuff. And I don't need like to pay for him living and stuff like that i don't fucking give a fuck at the beginning of a relationship like i don't want to make the same mistake as i did before so for me the only thing i ask is not like to have a lot of money to survive for us or like to be able to be like um the man of the relationship in case that we get together and i get pregnant and like you need to to be the the provider for our family and stuff like that. It's not that what I want. I want him to be able to, if he got hobbies, 
if he got like a, a place to live and stuff like that or a car or like a driver license is to be able to pay for his shit because I will not be the provider for him because I'm not I'm only providing for myself, right? So I'm asking the same that I'm expecting for myself. So for me, money, I'm living a simple life. I don't need like, I don't need big expense. I don't need to go to fancy restaurants. I don't need to have fancy like accessories or stuff like that or gift and shit. Like I don't, I don't need, I don't need that kind of shit. What I need is someone present. So for me, that's what is important. Money never been the question. Um, but if I see that is the way he's dealing with his money, though, it's kind of a way to see how he's dealing with his life, too. If I see he's a big spender and he doesn't have saving or like is living way up of what is making for me is a red flag in a way that I don't fucking care if you have a simple life and like you don't need to have a private island you don't need to have like the last fucking year car and stuff like that but if I see that you're living above what you make and I'm looking for a serious relationship to build something up I will be like oh boy maybe maybe that's not what I'm looking for at first sight but I still think when you start seeing someone at the really really beginning money never should be the first thing you see on someone I never look at money at first you know I'm always like looking at his value before and if his value is money at first for me, it's a red flag because money for me doesn't have the same impact as like um, um, other stuff, like as is like what is thinking about like female rights, for example, or stuff like that. You know what I mean? So if for him, like money and being a businessman or being like Andrew Tate is like his mindset, it's never gonna work. It's never gonna work. So. <laughs> So, yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. So, let me... I'm not going to be, like, so negative about this, but from my experience, I had I dated this one guy who had everything. Money, cars, and everything. And money is not happiness for me, personally, because he bought me, you know a car, bought me a condo, gave me basically everything. And I feel like he, like some guys who has money, they feel like they're in control. You know what I mean? Like your emotions, your financials, your physicals and everything. So you need to, that, that like, especially women nowadays needs to be really be careful with when it comes to men who thinks they have money they think they have the power and one thing with me is that i would never ever be with a man who thinks who has the power over me i wouldn't because i've been in so many relationships 
that if I don't have the power in the relationships, not talking about financial, but like, you know, stabilities and other things, then I won't be in, I won't need them. What's the point of being in a relationship if I know that man's supposed to have the power, but if you have the money, you think you have the power, you have no control over me. What about you, Q? Um, <laughs> so much has been said. Okay. I'll say this. I have, um, I'm not here to be somebody's mama. I'll say that. And um, I want to be your partner. And I don't think that in the beginning money is the issue, but if you're going to ask me out and I'm assuming, and I could be assuming, but I always come prepared either way, right? That you're going to take care of the date. Okay, if you're asking me to go on a date, vice versa. If I'm going to ask somebody, I'm going to take care of it all. <clears throat> but I don't think money is the in all of all, but I definitely need you to have your own income stream or streams because I'm about that life. Like I believe in investing. I believe in having multiple streams of income. I'm an entrepreneur. Like I do a lot of things right now myself, but I'm not here to take care of somebody. I am, I'm a grown ass woman for one. And then two, I need a grown ass man to be able to handle a grown ass woman. <laughs> so that's probably like the easiest way I can say that. But here's what I will say is that I think that money to me kind of falls in the, um, in kind of the typical categories of what people expect in a relationship when it comes to looks, money, and kind of like how they're going to treat you. I should be treated, um, with the utmost like respect in the relationship because I'm going to give you that. And I believe that what I give, I should get in return. If you can't deliver on that, then it's, it's a definite cancel the contract. Like I'm done. I'm out. I don't have time. I don't got time to waste, but at the same time, I, um, it kind of depends what you're looking for. Like if I'm looking for nothing, but just a casual sexual relationship, I don't, I don't need to worry about your money at all. I got my own money, right? And that's why I think it's important for women to understand that if you have your own, you will never worry about theirs. That's my thing. But if you end up with some guy or girl who's going to drain you of yours, then you're in a very toxic relationship, in my personal opinion. Um, I don't believe in having a toxic relationship, but I also think that I'm okay with like, if he's gonna, if he wants like, you know, splurge or do whatever he wants to with me, you know, financially great. Because if I want to do that, I want the freedom to do that. So it's almost like, I believe the street runs both ways. And I think we're both on the road and we're both driving the same car. And it's okay that I want to do for you and you want to do for me. But if I'm super like, you are like my destiny, like you're the one and I'm all about you. I, I'm not going to let money be the factor of keeping me away from who I should be with. <clears throat> and, but at the same time, I'm not going to get used. Okay. Cause I'm not going to go there. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not here to be your bank account. I'm not your side chick. I'm not any of that. Okay. I am. I am my own woman and I believe that I set the boundaries on what, what I'm expecting in the relationship. That's kind of my personal opinion. So I don't think many money should be like the, the deciding factor 
But I will say this, like for somebody like me, who, even though I'm very street, I'm also very bougie. So I, I like a, a nice night out on the town. I like to be able to go out and not have to worry about how much money do you have to spend on drinks, okay? I, I like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Girl, you have standard. You I, have, have standard. I have a few. I just have a few. And it's not that anybody no, else is excluded from okay. that. It's just that, you know, shoot your shot. It just may not go in the basket. That's okay. That's all right. And, um, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having anybody to um, pleasure me or be with me for the night. If, if who I am is going to be intimidating or whatever, I'm good with that too. Um, but I'm also good with the fact that if I want to spend money on you today and I don't want you to spend not even like a dollar, then let me go ahead and do that, boo, because I got you, you know, but at the same time, if you want to do it to me, that's great. You know, you can, you can have me all day. So that's kind of like, yeah, that's the best way I could say it because I do tend to be a little more on the side of, I need a man who's going to be able to take care of his own and I can take care of my own. And then when we come together, it's basically about a power couple. Okay. It's about like, we're, we're moving forward together. I'm not dragging you along and you're not dragging me along. Let's do this together. Let's like make money together. Let's. Let's create a dope relationship together and let's like head in the same direction of our destiny together if that's where it's going. Um, I agree. Okay. So how much does hate and size matter on, uh, <laughs> on the selection of our attraction of for the next like partner? Um, I don't think it really matters nice because what is the definition of intimacy to you guys so let me ask you guys that first um the definition of like for me it's all about vibes so if i have to answer the question it will be like like because i, I experienced both like i experienced short king tall king and big and like nicole penis so I can tell you, like, that doesn't give a fuck of my pleasure. Because my pleasure is not about, like, the size of your dick or the size, like, the hate you have. So. I just answered. I. So. You just. Yeah, it's all about the vibe. So for me, it doesn't give a, I don't give a fuck. Like, I go out with, like, five feet five to, like, five, three, five, like, Five feet five to like six feet five, guys. That's where I went. That's my range. And like dick size, I don't matter because I came from like micro penis and big fucking dick. So that doesn't give like shit. Like I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of heights, really. Like I said, what is the definition of intimacy? Because that is the the questions of size. What's the definition of intimacy? Yeah, yeah. For me, it's the vibe. If the vibe is good, the intimacy was be good. Like, if we click, sex is going to be good. Everything is about the feelings. Not not about, like, um, um, like, other stuff. You know what I mean? 
Mm -hmm. So for me, intimacy is really going with the vibe. If I'm comfortable with you, whatever you look like and the size you have, it's going to be great because you make me feel great because the vibe you have makes me feel comfortable enough to have pleasure. Yeah, it's the connection. Exactly, basically. girl. Because exactly. intimacy, intimacy, vocabulary, terms, or whatever you want to explain it, it, it comes in affectionate, passionate, right? And, va and value. That's the definition of intimacy. If somebody doesn't give you the respect, the value, affection, and passionate, you can't you can't have sex sex is another word than intimacy sex is not in the same like terms as intimacy sex is just sex totally agree okay let me say with intimacy because you asked question what is intimacy this one for me i have to be able to you have to be able to carry like a good conversation with me. Like you have to be able to get intimate with my mind as well as, okay, aside from like the one night stand, like it's all about sex nights. Um, but for someone who's going to carry on like a long-term relationship, we've got to be able to connect at all levels. Basically you got to be able to hit on all my senses, like not just like physical not just like, I, I need you to be able, we got to be able to have conversation because you don't want to be that couple, like whatever, 50 years down the road where you just, you don't have shit to say. Like, what is that? Like, I want to be able to talk to somebody. I'm a social person. I got to like hang out. I got to be out. I like to go out. I want to like enjoy a night out in town, but I also would love to like Netflix and chill. Like I'm good with that. Like, like I, I want all that. So, um, yeah, so I think intimacy starts in your mental and your mindset, and then it goes to your physical. Not that you can't have like the sex, the physical sex without like whatever, but yeah, I when when it comes to like you want to hang on to me, you gotta be able to go there with me. You gotta engage all my senses, and not all the time, but you gotta be able to hook me in with that. That's kind of my thought on that. Like like. Like I realized, like um, um, my first podcast I did in the group podcast, I talk about like a one night I just had, right? My last date I just had and it went really bad. And you know, like two weeks ago, I had like a wedding and stuff and I fuck a friend. And I was just like, sex at that one night was very bad, but sex with the friend was really good. And I realized that like the difference is because it was a friend, the connection and the vibe was totally different. And I realized that's why I cannot do one night stands anymore because the feeling and the, how like I feel is totally different and the connection is totally different. And maybe it's a woman thing. I don't really know, but I feel is like, way more powerful when you know the person and you vibe with it than when it's completely a stranger. No, I totally agree. I actually avoided sex with some really good friends of mine 
because I did not want to ruin the relationship because I knew, I just knew that I needed them more so like my friends versus like intimate partners who could actually like get every part of me. But I agree with you, like that's where it's, I have had that type of relationship where there is someone who's a really good friend and I did engage in that and it was like the best sex ever, right? But you're right. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. I never had a one night stand, so I don't know. I can't really, I can't relate, but. And that's fine too. But, um, I can, but I can say that from like my experience, 36 years of my life. So answer to the questions. Um, if you really like find a person that you're very attracted to, I don't think anything should matters. Like I said, when it comes to like any questions that, you know, the listeners ask because even money, height, size, you know, you, you feel like the, the feeling is different. Like nobody, like, like people say, I understand how you feel. No, you don't understand how I feel physically and mentally and emotionally. Nobody can tell you how they feel until they walk in your shoes, period. You can feel like, you know, like sympathy or having some type of sympathies, but physically and spiritually, you can't. Nobody can understand that. Only you. So if you feel some type of way or like connection with somebody, nothing shit matters no matter what circumstances or positions or anything that you're in it's like i said it's all it's in it's in your own inner peace your own it's all in within you at the end of the day yeah me too i totally agree i totally agree with you it's size and height honestly for all the guys out there that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. it it's really about our connection, like real talk, like if we're connecting, I'm good. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to measure nothing. You know, I, from whatever, like I, I'm good. Like it's dope. Like that's like a dope relationship to me where those like the typical societal standards should never play a part in my relationship, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. So, cause we're all different. I agree with you. We're totally People different. have preferences, but not everybody go for what their preference either at the end of the day. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have a preference, like but you opposites. might like wander like away from They the said opposite attracts, which is, is true sometimes. <laughs> totally agree. Sometimes you can be too much alike and you won't even, you can't even stand each other. Yeah. Um. The last question. A little bit it's a little bit confusing for me but is it true or a myth that texting style texting speed responses or indirect messages when uh, Kay, can you explain it <laughs> I this, this sentence doesn't make sense for me okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I had to play chiropractor and fix someone's back really quick all right hold up no oh yeah all right so here we go here we go 
So the question is, let me pull it up. Let me see here. Uh, yeah. Is it true or is it a myth that a female's texting style, the speed that she responds back or indirect messages or indirect ways that she might say something is different when it comes to a boy that she's interested in? For an example, this girl gave an example. When it's a guy that she's interested in, she always asks him, did he eat yet? And then she's always the one who messaged him first. So is that true or is it a myth that when it comes to a guy that you're interested, you do you personally feel that you text differently? Like, and how do you text differently? Is your speed different? Is what you say different? You know, do you send nudes? No, don't answer that. Don't, don't answer that part. But like, <laughs> like, you wish to know. Uh, I'll hack your damn iCloud account, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, don't do that. I'm going to sub up on that OnlyFans. All right, keep going. Just ask for my loot. <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, first of all, whoever's asking, is she Korean? Because let me just say, like, Korean culture, we're always, have you eaten yet? Have you, like any of that but okay let me answer this because i get oh yes okay let me type okay so let me say this like from okay so there's a lot of factors in this but okay i get like a lot of dms and i there are certain things that i won't answer and i'm very like blunt on my dms like i will not answer certain questions because i believe everybody's on a need to know basis only and unless i'm like with you or like we're together like we're dating. You don't need to know shit about me unless I choose to let you know. That's my personal opinion, all right? <clears throat> but a lot of times here's like with the texting and whether you're talking DM text or you're talking like text text because through DMs, you're gonna slide that number in there and then you're gonna text because I know because it happens. Um, here's the thing, like you cannot judge like how that is gonna go based on the response time because let's keep it real. If you're talking to somebody who's like in Korea and I'm here in like the US, our time frames are totally different, right? And so you're not going to get something right away, whether it's a text or a DM. But at the same time, if I'm only saying, have you eaten? Have you been, you know, are you okay? Like, how was your day? Okay, first of all, you better be asking that because you really want to know, not because you want them to ask you back. Because you don't honestly know who you're texting. If you met them on social media or on a dating site, whatever it is, let's keep it real. That may not be the real person. <clears throat> and at the same time, even if it is a real person, that just may not be in their like personality type that takes you back right away. I mean, think about it. If you're like in the same city as somebody, you're on a date or then the next day you guys like whatever, you're communicating via text and he doesn't get back to you right away. Are you gonna like what? You're gonna bash him? Or are you gonna like hate him? Like, no, like you gotta give people some kind of space. That's American culture. Let's talk about Asian culture, especially Korean culture. It's kind of typical to ask like, have you eaten? That kind of is like a term of endearment, <laughs> okay? And at the same time, it's usually the women, okay, who have to go there. And for us females, especially if you're Korean, if you're American Korean, we're a little more like thicker skin. Okay, traditional Korean, you may not be. But then traditional Asian culture in general, you may not be. 
But it's one of those things where you have to be prepared for whatever. If you're going to be the one texting all the time, then you already set that pace. That's on you. If you are the one that's waiting or you're not going to text them right away, cool. Like you guys will have this like really good interaction, but you got to remember whatever you start, that's because you started it. He didn't tell you like, text me, ask me how I'm doing, ask me what kind of food I'm eating. Like he didn't do all that. You're doing that. So once again, it comes back to what I said, when it comes to texting people, are you okay with never getting a text again? Are you okay with never getting that DM? Are you okay with being left on red? Are you okay with um, the fact that you may not hook up even though you met him on Tinder or whatever dating site you met him on? Are you okay with all this? Because if you're going to put yourself out there, I mean, real talk, you're going to get like the hardcore response. Are you all right with that? So yeah, so there's kind of like the Americanized and then that kind of cultural version. So and generally speaking on the cultural version, because I don't want to go there because I don't, everybody who's Korean, please don't bash me. Okay. But at the same time, I'm keeping it real from an American standpoint. So yeah, that's my personal opinion. Any like questions or anything? Like, anybody want to know anything more? So, so you text, you text differently if it's a guy you're interested in. Um, possibly it depends like first of all i got like <laughs> i got like i dig like i'm a social media i'm into tech so i'm gonna dig a little deeper if you're like some kind of a crazy spam account yeah you're totally blind and you get a lot of those like let's keep it real you get a lot of those like freaking spam accounts and will like text you and they want to start a conversation and they want you to buy their crypto or their nfts or whatever right but at the same time you know, if I'm like digging a little deeper and I'm like, okay, you kind of like, I mean, that's a little bit, you look a little bit good. So maybe, yeah, I might, it depends like how he's texting me. So I kind of wait till I get texted. If I don't, I'm not going to engage. I personally, in my opinion, I don't think like, I'm not, I'm not like, okay, let me not say it. Best word I can say right now is I'm not desperate, but I'm not like, <clears throat> like I don't need all that. Everything to me is a bonus right now. I'm honestly about building my brand, building my business, building up my money because eventually whoever's going to be by my side, we're all going to benefit, boo. So <laughs> that's all I got to say. I like I like how you pulled the the need part right away. I was going to say, damn, you got to pull one of Kay's phrases. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kay. Kay's phrase is, a relationship is something that I want, but it isn't something that I need. You need to separate what you want and what you need to do in life. That's what I always tell people. Relationship is a bonus. You don't need another person as a source of happiness. Don't you think most guys do that anyhow, Kay? Like, and girls, we have a problem with that. Yes, but like that's why I want people to separate what is something that is needed to mm. do. And what is something that you just want to do? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so I understand where you're coming from because I'm the same. <laughs> but what I want to add, though, for me, for my experience, like, I think with like dating, like website and app, like I didn't grow up with those because I was already in a relationship when this happened. But when I, when I 
was single and I was like, okay, let's let's get into the like dating hub and stuff like that. I understand how the game works. And I realized how it was. And you know what? I cannot play games. That's what I realized. So like it doesn't matter if you respond quickly or not. It's how you feel, right? And what the other person if like it's on the same page that you are so for me it's I'm always on my phone so if someone is interested in me and I'm interested in this person I will answer quickly if I don't give a fuck about you I will not answer if I'm not on my phone because I'm working and stuff I will not answer but I stop overthinking about when to answer and when not to answer because I was just like you know what? I don't give a fuck what the other person is thinking. Because I'm on my phone now. Why would I wait 10 minutes to answer you when I'm already on my phone? You know what I mean? So I stop like overthinking this and I just answer. And I don't give a fuck what is is thinking because what I'm answering doesn't really matter either if it's a casual like talk. If I'm interested to a guy, though, I will, my question would be more specific. I will be like, hey, are you up? What are you doing right now? Want to hang out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it will be more specific. If I'm not interested, I will like casually talk, you know? So if I insert fast or not, the question will be like super busy. So you will not get interested in me. So that's how that's how I do now. Because I'm always on my phone. And I know I have a problem. I know I'm addicted to my phone. I cannot like spend 10 minutes without it. So I know I have a problem. But I will not fake it to not be on my phone. Because I am. But when I'm in good company and when I'm doing stuff, I'm not on my phone. So you will not get an answer. But if I'm not doing anything, I will not fucking fake it and wait to answer. I just cannot fake. I just cannot play games. It's not me. So the all, all the things that like girls go through like in their early 20s nowadays, like, oh, should I wait 10 minutes before answering me? answering him because he thinks I'm gonna be needy and stuff I will be like whatsoever you're on your phone anyway you saw that he texts you so what's up what do you want with him he's just a fuck boy just fuck him and like turn the page that's all you know what I mean if it's a serious guy it will not even care if you answer like in 10 minutes or right now you know what I mean so for me, I think it's so superficial because texting doesn't mean anything. It's like if he's like phoning me, I would answer and I would be like, hey, yo, but right now I'm on a podcast, so I'm not answering anyone. You know what I mean? Because I'm busy. So I I feel it's just that way. I I, I don't get it. I, I just feel it's so complicated for no reason. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, I, why are you, are you laughing, Kay? Don't laugh at me. Because you know why? I'll tell you mm. why. The guys who answer, okay. who ask these questions, 
It's because girls are very mm-hmm. indirect when they want to show that they're interested in a guy because they fear rejection. Yeah. Guys forget that mm-hmm. girls also fear rejection. So guys, they look for little subtle things that's that is true. indirect because they understand that girls speak a different language than guys. Oh. So they, they ask questions like these to find a mm-hmm. different answer. Do this girl like me back or not? Yo, you will know if she doesn't like you no, or she no, likes some, you. Some guys like I... are, a lot of guys are oblivious, the same as girls. A lot of girls are oblivious too. Some girls, they drop indirect, like they're not as straightforward as okay, you. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying, Rosalie? So, girls, let let me let me tell you something. Okay, but Kay, but what what's like a oh, signal but, that you know? But like, but, but like that Kay that doesn't count. Truly, truly knows <laughs> because sometimes count. some of us who. What do you mean I don't count? Because <laughs> okay, let me just keep it real. Some of us like myself. Some of us like myself have dropped very blunt, very blunt text messages, and it's just like, okay. You just did, did not read that, okay? So, what would like, what would <laughs> help? What would help? What should we be saying? The very that would make blunt it part cracked me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all right. If you really want me to answer the question, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta at first remember that guys and girls live in two separate worlds, right? You have to remember that. Um, some girls don't see girls. All it takes is mm-hmm. one photo for them to get like a hundred fucking DMs. One thirst trap photo. That's all it takes, right? For a guy, it doesn't work that way. We don't, a lot mm-hmm. of guys, a majority of guys don't have the same mm-hmm. power where they can replace you pretty easily. Guys don't, right? So, with these indirect games and girls living off their life mm-hmm. where they're kind of like they can respond to you if they want to, right? They can, um, they can like still tease you if they want to and all that stuff, <clears throat> and then be hot and cold if they want, or or indirectly they're kind of doing that, and they get to you on their own time, and they're not showing signs that they're obsessed with you. A lot of guys can't read between the law, lo- uh, read between the lines. A lot of guys are not like, I I, I guess you kind of would say is like especially when it comes to DM and text messages, a lot of things get out of content. You know what I mean? Like sometimes girls, they can post up one picture and then a guy will post up like the guy, they'll get responses where a guy would be like, damn, I would fucking eat your ass out on a fucking dinner plate. You know what I mean? But they, they see stuff like that. But then the guy who's actually interested in them, you know what I mean? For example, the guy who interested in them, he'll just send her a heart emoji. Now, which one would you pay attention to more? The guy who actually sent you that he'll eat your ass out on a dinner plate or the guy who sent you the heart emoji? Of course, you sent the one who, who sent you the most fucking response, right? Uh, whether whether you block that guy or whether you like, you write back, oh, thanks instead, or, or you know what I mean? You, you reply back to him more than the person who actually sent you the, the thing. See, text messages and DMs and anything form of like where you can't really feel the person's presence and stuff like that or, um, or hear their tone. Um, text messages get out of content. It's why guys can't read between the line. So for guys, it has to be, I understand that you might have said it blunt, but it might be blunt towards a female's language. It's not blunt towards a guy's language. 
because guys, like I, like I said before in previous podcasts, we think everything very logically. Everything's very straightforward. You know what I mean? It's like the, the our processing, the way how we process everything, it's like it's very straightforward. It's very simple. You know what I mean? That's that's why guys don't take care of their mental health. They think as if a lot of things are answered straightforward and that every guy goes through things like this. Same way when it comes to rejection for a girl. If they think the girl doesn't really write back things much or, or even try to or talk into a wall or, or they don't reply, reply back like uh, like, you know, in full on like answering questions or 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 the, the speed is not there. They just think right away. This girl's not interested in me. That's that's sadly, that's how it is. They're not thinking it like kind of what Rosalie said. They're not thinking of it like you might have got the girl the wrong fucking time. She might be at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not they're not looking at it that way. That's why, well, like, I'm kind of happy that Rosalie said it, that, like, I will reply to you when I can because I might be at work. I want the guys to understand that you might catch a person at the wrong time. So so understand that. So it, it, it could be that, like, you know, Rosalie, you could be interested in that guy, but you have more important shit to deal with. You know what I mean? But guys, they get that message kind of wrong. It's like, damn, this girl's kind of, like, asking when she feels like it or so, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, so. If that's the case, even if you are blunt, you have to ask yourself, are you blunt towards a female's language or are you blunt and straightforward towards a guy where they can understand? Because guys don't. Unless things are written, set in stone to them, they will not understand that they feel the same way. It's, as stupid as it may sound, that's, the, that's just how it is. And, and it's the tiptoe that we kind of tiptoe around each other when we're talking, sadly. When, when we're talking, that's kind of the sad way of how girls talk. But guys kind of have to learn how to dance around it to try to fish it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I understand. I understand why girls do it. And, and it's the same way why guys do it. Uh, it's because a lot of people fear rejection. Mm, yeah. Which is fine. It's okay to fear rejection, but that's where the miscommun- miscommunication mm. is happening between these two. Yo, do you feel like, because I know you a little bit, but I feel like we both get rejected a lot, so we don't fear it. So now we're g- like, like, I think there's a mm. lesson to learn about getting rejected in a way that like, there's nothing wrong about getting rejected. It's just like a way to get used to it. So you're not afraid to ask people. So you become more direct because you don't want to play games. Because like if you it's re- like if the person rejects you, you're like, okay, next. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. For me, I've mean. been rejected so many times that now. If I see some potential, I'm just going for it. And if it doesn't like me, it doesn't like me. That's fine. That's totally worth it. So I'm going to just like get over it and go elsewhere. You know what I mean? You have that because you and Q and my sister are very gorgeous girls. That's why you have that mindset of like why you girls think that like rejection is very simple for you girls. It's not you have simple. A very it hurts. Majority. I don't see it's it, simple. It hurts, but the thing is, is that you have rebounds all three of you. Yo. All three of you do. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> so I'm gonna say goodbye to all my listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, stay tuned with more episodes coming up if you have any questions please dm 
or um, I'm sorry to be so truthful today, but just speaking my mind and being honest, my opinions doesn't really matter and it shouldn't really matter. But like I said, everybody have different opinions, but um, have a good night. Once again, I want to thank um, to thank the people that are here. Um, what I mean is Q and Rina that came here to support me for this special episode. I'm really grateful for you to be here. And um, I just want to say that I'm really looking out for you guys and I wish you a great success. For me, you are uh, really inspiring. Like both of you, your history and stuff are really like amazing, and it's blind. It's blow my mind how much like work you do and how much like you go to with life, and it's very give me like that kind of energy that I can like. It's like the power that I can have too, and it brings like it get me like inspired to do my own thing and stuff and i want to be uh i'm really thankful for what you do and um yeah um for that i'm really thankful for you to be here and to have answer all my question and all key question and um for all the listener here thanks for listening until the end thanks to be here thanks to send up all these questions um once again today is a special episode and i hope you enjoy it and i hope you get like how the answer you wanted and i hope you get inspired and i hope you will apply some of the advice that we give you i think everything that was said here was great and amazing and great tools to help you in life Good job, Rosalie. I love it. Totally dope. I love it. It was great. This is like the first of like, I think a few more to come for sure. So yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. This is Rosalie and I'm gonna sign off. Um, don't forget to stay great.